0: Hey, good looking. Happy Thursday, May 4th. May the 4th be with you, 2023. My name is Anna Wells. The name of the podcast is Transparency. And today I would love to chat with you about selling. Fall in love with sales. People who pay, pay attention. And isn't it so true that when you pay for something top dollar... You pay attention. You are totally and completely on top of your game. You are present. You know you invested a lot of money and you're going to make it worth every single penny, right? Because if you think about it, sales really means that outspoken solutions... An outspoken person with a lot of solutions who is committed to show up to get out of her own way and help people. So again, sales means outspoken solutions. So an outspoken person with a lot of solutions who is committed to show up to get out of her own way and help people. Because selfless people will get out of their own way and share what works for them to help other people we don't have to do that you don't have to do that but if you do and you happen to do it with your own product your own service now you're smarter than the average bear think about it because we're already sharing a movie a restaurant a hotel a trip A pair of pants, a purse, sunglasses, you name it. We're already sharing things for free. And that's why Amazon is, come on, on top of their game. Because they know that when you buy and you share, and that's why they started with the Amazon Influencer Program... The brand ambassador program that when you share and now you're enticed to share even more because you know, the more you share, the more money you make. And that's really the case on Amazon. You got to share, 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 share. And then eventually you'll see some money rolling in. And that's where you make the most money. If you start selling yourself, your own service, your own product, because Selling is really not about pushing products. It's about understanding people and helping people solve their problems. That's it. And if you believe in what you're selling, you will never ever have to sell a day in your life. You don't even have to work because you will not see it as work. You will be so convicted. You will be full of enthusiasm and it just comes natural. And it's interesting because I met up, uh, I think the last podcast I did for you was Sunday. Yes, I met up with an old boss of mine. She's now a friend of mine, but she used to be my employer um, at a boutique in Carlsbad, San Diego area. And she told me, she said, what I love about you, your enthusiasm. That's what sells your enthusiasm. And that's really what it is when that's why I am so big on sharing my own products, modeling my own clothing. And it's funny because my mother back in Holland who is. 88. She's like, no, 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 no. You're 51. You can't share or wear clothing that a 20 year old wears. I'm like, mama, if it looks good on me, even though I'm 51, why not? And she's like, but you have to dress your age. I'm like, who knows my age? You know what I mean? And of course, here I am telling you my age because I really believe in transparency. And of course I don't like it either. I mean, I would love to be 35 again. I mean, yeah, bring it on or 26 for that matter. Even though I got to say, when you're older, you really, it's true. It's so cliche, but the wisdom I have, and I don't have to worry about, am I ever going to find love? Done. Found my love. And I don't have to worry about, oh my gosh, am I ever going to be a homeowner? Done. Finally, I'm a homeowner. And I remember when I was single, I was like, am I going to be a spinster? Am I going to find someone? Will I find love? Am I lovable? Will I always be alone? Blah, 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 blah. Will it be a cat lady? And now if I go back and if I can say to my younger self, like, I will say it will be fine. Yes, you will find someone. Because at the end of the day, there's a lid for every can, even a loose can like me. (laughs) Kidding about that one not really, but you know, you know what I mean? So I also believe if we just share our flaws a little bit more and be humble, and when you're humble, I'm telling you that pays off. Oof, vulnerability, humility, when people are humble... Oh, it is so sexy. I mean, I get it. Yes, I agree with you there too. I'm contradicting myself a little bit now because I'm gonna say confidence is sexy too, but there's a difference between being cocky, arrogant and being confident. Right. I always said I was never confident. And now I'm really starting to become confident. And I really think it became from failing. I became confident by failing, failing forward, failing with so many jobs. Um, I tried it all. Flight attendant, uh, uh secretary receptionist. I'm not saying I failed in these jobs, but I'm saying now that yeah i tried a lot of jobs and it wasn't for me i mean it was good for that time but it wasn't for me you know in the long run and i think you only learn by just doing it just jumping jumping both feet jump fail forward and i've always done that with everything and don't you agree with even dating i mean you really want to tell me that the guy you're married to or the guy you're with right now is the only guy on the planet you ever dated? No, you dated other guys, right? I mean, of course, there are a few lucky ones who met their high school sweetheart, their first boyfriend, and they're still with them. but it's rare. Because in most cases, we date and date and date and weed them out. And that's what everything with jobs, with, with, people with friendships and that's okay that's what life is about but you gotta do it you gotta just grab it because even my own sister she's like years ago she said you know because her our relationship we're not like of course we love each other we're sisters but we're not best friends so years ago she told me she said you know i have to apologize to you i was always kind of envious of you and I wanted to be like you. And you always like took um, the bull by the horns and you've lived such an adventurous life. And I wanted the same. And I'm like, but who was holding you back? Why don't you just do it? And she's like, no, I'm afraid to feel. I'm afraid I wasn't good enough or I just was afraid. And now she's like, hey, I survived her sister, me. I survived and she wished she did more of what I did. But I don't know, going back, like, did I survive? Yeah, I did, but I also became a widow. Like, when you risk big, you lose big. And anybody can become a widow, but that—that that is not about risking. But I also was illegal, and I lost my baby. And I guess I took these risks, you know, coming to America and overstaying. That was my own fault. And uh trying for a baby, I mean, I'm sure we've all been through... Or not all of us, but a lot of women have been through miscarriages and that was what it was. But it's still painful. But I'm saying if I didn't try, I would never know. I always thought like, okay, I can never have children. It's not for me. And then when I got pregnant, I'm like, Oh my God, I cannot believe I got pregnant. I was like, finally, I'm one of the, I matter. I, I, I can be a mother because I'm like, how come I can't be a mother? You know what I mean? And obviously I couldn't. So. It's okay, because I remember growing up looking at women who didn't have children and I was always like, oh, what happened? You know, and now I know that everyone has a story and it doesn't mean that it's bad or good. And you know what? Another thing. Let me tell you another secret. When you live life out in the open, okay, on social media, podcasting, yes, you will open yourself up to criticism. And that's okay. That's okay. But don't let that lady on social media, and you know exactly what I'm talking about, what I'm, what I'm going to say right now, you know exactly what I'm talking about. Don't let that person who has a cat as their profile picture, who says something bad, makes you stop in your, you know, stop in place, freeze and not move on. You gotta move on from that because we've all had that happen. That someone, you, you don't know them at all. And you, you know, they're, they're like somewhere, I don't know, in Ohio and they have only a cat picture and they never post anything, but they just look, they look and they sit behind their keyboard and they judge. And it's funny because I sometimes when I even get someone saying like, oh, um, you shouldn't be uh, driving and doing stories. And my blood boils a little bit. I'm like, oh, mama, I'm sorry. I didn't know you were my mama because my mama doesn't even say that. And I told her, and which was true, I said, I wasn't driving, my husband was driving, but I'm like, stop, stop people, stop pointing fingers and stop judging and stop saying things like that, because that doesn't sound the sweetest, you don't know me from Adam, we don't have a relationship at all, and you say like, hey, don't drive and do stories like, okay, I'm so sorry, officer, you know, come on, I mean, I'm an adult here, do I tell you what to do? No. So, you see, it's funny. When people say things, words hurt. Bullies, yeah, it's a thing. But you always have to remember where does the bullying come from? If it comes from someone that you wouldn't want to trade places with, you you don't want to have their bank account, then take it with a grain of salt. And I say this and I have to practice what I preach because, of course, it hurts. When someone says something, it hurts. And I get that. But what I've also learned is be consistent, keep moving forward every day, do something scary, like recording a podcast. Sometimes I have to push myself to do it, but I want to stay consistent. And I do know when you're consistent, eventually magic will come out of it. And I also know that personally, when I listen to podcasts, the podcast who have a dog in the background... In the background, those are the podcasts that I can relate to because that's real life. You know, that is real life. When I started with the podcast, I'm like, Oh shoot, I need, um, a podcast studio. I need the equipment. I need the microphone. I need the headphones. I need to look professional, to be professional. But no, I just need to be me and. That's the only thing I can do because there's only one me. Like right now, I'm walking around the house. For some reason, I like to pace. I really like to pace. I always like to stay moving. And I'm listening to meditation music. I don't know if you can hear that. And I'm walking back and forth from by the pool. I think it's going to rain. And then back in the house, I just actually cleaned up some doggy poop. And I don't know, I don't think you hear all that, but it's like, hey, why not? Why not? Why not just be real? So as you know, we're going through uh, construction, renovation. We just bought a house, our first house. I mean, I can't believe it. 51 and just bought our first house. I finally had enough money to put a down payment for our first house. And then John is, you know, doing the payments every month. So it's, it's, you know, it's hard to do things alone. It's so much easier when you do it together. And that's the honest truth. And how I got the money, my father passed away at 90. And that's the honest truth too, because a lot of people pretend like, oh, look, with my boutique, I made so much money in a few years and I can buy a house. no that's lying. And I don't want to lie. I want to be totally, totally transparent with you. And even with the boutique, there are times that I'm like, "Ugh, I don't want to do it anymore. But then most of the time I'm like, I do. Because at the end of the day, I am so passionate about fashion. And I am so passionate about finding the best deals for you, finding the cutest stuff, um affordable, but also durable, good quality. And it's hard. That is hard. It's hard to find great quality and also trendy and super duper adorable. Don't you agree? But I like to do the research. And now I know I love to do that research. So lately, I am starting to research dropshipping. Now you're like, what is that? i I'm at the beginning of drop shipping. Drop shipping kind of means that you are buying merchandise and they send it for you. So you just buy. So what I am doing, I'm starting with like, let's say one item, one outfit, and I'll buy it for myself. I'll show it to you. I'll put it out there. I'll do a poll. When you say, yes, a hundred percent, I want it. Then I order more. And then I start selling it. And actually, when you do that, first of all, you have no overhead, which is, yeah, the smartest, right? No overhead. And there's actually security that people are going to buy because people already are saying like, hey, I love it. So you just keep track of the people who said, I love it. I want to buy it. Keep their names in your notes. And then when the product comes in, you say, hey, the product is here. Do you still want it? And nine out of ten times, they're going to say yes. And if they don't if they say no, then you sell it to someone else. I mean it's it's super duper easy, it's fun, and I just I just love, love, love fashion. You know, I don't know if you've seen the reel um that they're saying in a reel, because I live on reels on Instagram, preferably, and they're saying on the reel, Okay, I get it, I get it, everybody is saying let's not worry about materialistic stuff let's not buy stuff let's just only spend money on travel but then they're really saying but wait while we're traveling what are we wearing and it's true the fashion is still number one i mean i haven't seen anyone walking around naked i mean if they do it doesn't last long right they'll be in the police station (laughs) at the police station so my point is, it's not going anywhere. And then people will say, oh, but it's saturated. Isn't everything saturated? Being a doctor, come on. The next doctor is not going to say like, "Ah, oh, there are already enough doctors. The next dentist, the next car mechanic, uh, they're not going to say there's enough. You know, there's never enough. Never, ever, ever, ever. And we need you, you're special, whatever you're doing. And that's what I see with the coaching online. Everybody and their mother and their father and Aunt Nancy are doing the coaching. But you know what? We need you. We all do it in a different way. And I always say like, I, I've i never paid money for coaching ever, a mentor but now lately, I'm like, oh, maybe I should. I'm just so afraid to lose that money and get nothing out of it. Or I am afraid that I get information that I could have gotten from their podcast, from their book. Uh, because think about it, everything what I'm talking about, I talk about in my podcast on social media. When I'm going to write a book, it's the stuff that I've been talking about, I mean, when, when you interview people or when you see an interview, where do, does the interview start? The interview starts with, where were you born? What is your passion? What made you start what you're doing right now? Why? What is your why? What is your passion? What, what's your drive? Um, and all that people talk about when you listen to someone's podcast, go back to the very first one. And hopefully they're introducing themselves and then you little by little, you get to know them. And that's why I actually want to remind myself with my podcast that every time I record a podcast, I have to go back a little bit and say, hey, yes, I am a Dutch girl born and raised in Holland. I was watching Dallas Dynasty, Beverly Hills 90210 that made me want to come to America. Then I worked as a nanny. I got I bought the newspaper in Holland applied for an au pair position, which is nanny. I worked as a nanny in Boca Raton, Florida. I arrived 1994, uh, Boca Raton, Florida, 4th of July. And then I was allowed to stay three months on a waiver program. As a European girl, we were allowed to stay three months. And then I overstayed. I mean, it was dumb. I was like, I don't want to go back yet. Um, I want to stay a little bit longer. And then my password was expired and it was dumb. It was like, I've always been a bit of a rebel. It's not something to be proud of, but it is what it is. And I'm working on it now to be more adult because I don't know if you know my story. I got robbed. Um, and then when they robbed me, I had everything on me on my papers because we're working on buying the house. I was working on getting my driver's license from California to Texas, And they took everything. So now I'm pretty much back to being a nobody, like an illegal alien. Like I can't prove who I am, even though I have copies of everything. But I'm telling you, when you make copies, they say it matters. It really doesn't. So they still want your money to prove that you are who you are. And with me, because I changed my name legally from Ana Marica to Anna, They want to see that proof. And finally, I found that paper. Otherwise, it's $700 to get that paper. I paid $500 to get my American passport back, my driver's license, my 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 Dutch passport. It's a shit show. But I'm working on it. Also, that's why I couldn't go back to Amsterdam to see my sister getting married, to see my mama, which was sad. And it's my own damn fault. Not that I got robbed, but I should have been on top of it with my Texas driver's license and the whole thing but I always like to go back a little bit to the beginning what happened to me and sprinkle it in because otherwise when you're listening to me for the first time you're like who is that person and I know it's a person of friendship or relationship she she or he have to grow on you and what to me is very attractive when someone is just very humble very normal and I think the reason that I love it because it makes me think oh I can do that I think I can do it better than her if she has a podcast for this long and she's making money off it and she's that successful come on if she can do it I can do it and I'm sure you think the same way I remember when I got my driver's license and this is a funny story I used to live in Egypt I studied Arabic got my master's in Arabic And I did commercials there, and I think it was in 1987, and I'm from 71, so I was young. And I was like, hey, let me get my driver's license there. And it's so easy there. At the time, you only had to drive forward and backwards, and there were orange cones. And if you didn't hit anyone, you got it. I'm not kidding. So when I went backwards, I hit one, and I still got my driver's license, then I went back to Holland. I'm like, oh, yeah, I already got my driver's license. And they're like, uh-uh, no, 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 no. You have to do it again here in Holland. It doesn't, no, 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 that's international. This is like, no. And then I had to actually, you know, do like everybody else, <laughs> Um, a driving teacher And the written test and the driving test and all the things. And like everyone, you know, nobody's above the law. Nobody's special. It's funny how we always think like, Oh, we're different. We're special. Like when I turned 50, I'm like, Oh, I'm not going to gain weight. My tummy is going to stay flat. I'm going to stay skinny. I'm not going to have any wrinkles. And now I'm 51 and I'm like, sometimes I'm looking at my body naked and I'm like, no, 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 no. This is not my body. W- w- what do you mean? I eat the same. I work out the same. I'm always walking around like a, like a Duracell battery, like the Energizer bunny. And I'm looking at my body. I love my mother, but I think my body now starts to look to my mother's body, who is, you know, obviously older, not a dig against her. But come on, when you're older and it's true, the hormones, the age, it's so true. Everything they say. And I, it, it's, it's kind of like it makes you humble again. It makes you, it makes you realize that, hey, you know what? You're no different than anyone else. So, but these struggles, I share these struggles. And to me, that's attractive when someone shares their struggles. I'm like, oh, I love you. I love how vulnerable and how easygoing and open and honest you are. And that's all I want to do with you, to you, to be honest with you and to tell you. First, I want to tell you, if you're younger than I am, you will find your guy, you will, or woman, you will find your person. Um, you will get, you will make that money because think about it. When I lived in Beverly Hills, I was always like, Okay, I want to be rich. I Because I had a smaller place in Beverly Hills, 90210. And I'm like, I never said I wanted to have a mansion because I knew I wasn't going to have a lot of kids. Because I wasn't sure if I even wanted a kid. So a mansion would have, been, would have not been right for me. But I always wanted like a pretty place with a pool, like a little casita. And it's funny, as I'm saying that, that's what I got. A little casita, casita. it's like a guest house, kind of small home, one story, open floor plan, with a pool, everything open, beautiful windows everywhere, like a glass house. And now I'm looking at my house and we're waiting for new windows, waiting for a new floor. We're doing all the things, but it's like interesting, as I'm saying this right now, I'm living where I wanted to live. But you got to be specific because on my vision board, I always had... This house with pool, but I wanted it in California or Florida or Hawaii, but somewhere tropical. And I know Texas ain't too bad, but Texas gets hot, like really hot. And like, we get so many like tornadoes, thunderstorms that people freak out. People are like, okay, you got to put your car in a garage because your cars will get damaged with the hail. Um You have to hide in the bathtub or underground basement or in a closet because you might die, and I get it. Florida has stuff um, California has earthquakes, we all have stuff, but this happens a lot in in Texas a lot, and everybody's freaking out the other day, I think it was a f- maybe a few weeks month ago that we were at Hotel Vin, you know it's my favorite playground hotel um around here a few minutes from here and we were sitting in the lobby with two pilots you know my husband is a pilot and two pilot buddies and all of a sudden there was a thunderstorm and they said everyone from the restaurant has to go to the basement and I thought it was such a cool adventure I'm like if this is the end this is such a cool ending adventure with all these people and of course with my loved one my husband and I know that's a weird thinking but I don't know. It happens so much that you get used to it. You know what I mean? And there's like disasters everywhere. But if you live your life in fear, you're not living. Live life hard and just do it and go for it. And don't worry so much. And also, please promise me, don't wait for perfection. There is no perfection. Just go. Just do it. You're going to fail. You're going to, if you if you want to do podcasts, the the beginning, it's going to suck. People are going to be like, oh my gosh, horrible. They're going to laugh. They're going to judge. They're going to criticize. And that's okay. And you're going to cringe. I mean, now I'm sure when I go back listening to podcasts, I'm sure I'm going to cringe. I don't even want to hear them. I have to say, I do play my podcast back. Like after I'm done with this, I'm going to play it back and listen to it. Just to be like, okay, is it good enough to push it forward? And I always push it forward unless I'm stuttering and unless I'm, I don't know, sounding like a total wackadoodle. But I learned from that, but just do it, just do it. Okay, I'm gonna stop right now. Um, I'm gonna get some yummy dinner for John. He is on his way home soon. Then we're going to Louisiana. Um, we're going to go to this place right on the boardwalk, a Marriott, somewhere on the boardwalk, oh, on the river. So I'm kind of excited to check that out. Um, my in-laws live there. And what else? Yeah, we're, we're living life. The next trip is going to be to Beverly Hills, back home for me. So hopefully I'll have my american passport back and my driver's license in order and my dutch passport and all the things so i'm excited for that and uh i, I still want to go to bali i want to do like eat love pray i don't know let me know if you want to come with me like meditate and zen and be in nature and be by the beach oh i miss the beach so much okay Thank you so much for listening. Um, I so appreciate you. Please shout me out. I'll do the same for you. I reciprocate. Put your ego aside and think to yourself, hey, if I can help her in any way, shape or form, I'm going to do it because I'm telling you, when you help other people, you will be helped. It's like a boomerang effect. You will be helped. If you're selfless, the more people you help, the more help you'll get. Trust me. Try it. It's working. Okay. I'll chat with you soon. Bye.